Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry. And I'm Shannon. Betty White, our golden gal, is hanging here with us. And we're back for episode 64 of the Arner Adventures podcast. Happy March, everybody. Spring is on the horizon. This is a Shannon and Jerry focused episode today on a topic that we think is a great diversion from any stressors <laughs> of life and a topic of current events. But before we get to it, let's get to our review of the week. Yes, let's. Our review comes from Morgan Hap 25. Morgan says, what a great podcast. So many inspirational stories, one after the other. The alignment with each journey toward going after what you want in life is lovely to hear. Well, thank you, Morgan. We really appreciate you taking the time to leave us a review. You're going to receive a free personalized yoga workshop from Nerva. Nerva is a women-led team of licensed Ayurveda and yoga professionals helping women achieve their health goals through natural and holistic means. If you would like to receive a free personalized yoga workshop from Nerva like Morgan, please leave us a five-star review rating for the chance to be our review of the week. We really appreciate it. And if you would like more information on Nerva, head over to NervaHealth.com or click the link in the show notes. Okay, so today's podcast, you may have seen in the title, this is a big diversion from our normal topics, but living here in the South, the Myrtle Murders case is a big deal. Jerry and I are pretty big fans of shows like Dateline, 2020, 48 Hours, those true crime shows, people murdered all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something about stories like that that can just put your problems right into perspective. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a current event. Well, depending on where you are listening to this, we have found that some of the chit chats before our guest interviews get started recently, they've begun with people asking about it because they think that we live near where it's all going on. Because, you know, we live in Beaufort, North Carolina. And people see it and they go, oh, you live where the Myrtle murders thing is happening. We're like, no, that's Beaufort, South Carolina. It's spelled the same way, pronounced differently. We're in Beaufort. They're in Beaufort. It's two different places. Two different places. Yeah, and we've been following the Myrtle trial closely, which is being compared to the popularity of the OJ trial. Again, depending on when you're listening to this, at this time of this recording, the jury is in deliberations. Quick interruption here, just to remind you that at the end of this episode, the verdict came in. So make sure you stay tuned until the end of the episode. It's so exciting. We've been asked numerous times, what is the best way to get caught up 
on what the Murdoch murder sitch is all about. Well, we have some resources for you if you've been living under some rock somewhere. But before we get into them, we have a special correspondent who's going to be joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, amateur sleuth, Murdoch murders expert, Shannon's mom. Mom, thank you for being with us today. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's bring the jury in. <laughs> mom is coming to us from Hampton, South Carolina. <laughs> Just kidding. We would love to be down there where it's all going on. <laughs> when the first, um, when the trial first started, there wasn't that many people in the courtroom. And I seriously got out my maps and was figuring out how long it would take me to get down there so I could sit in the courtroom. And I especially would like to be there, you know, while things were going on right now, because the queen of everything, Nancy Grace, is down there and she's my idol. But you know what? I'm willing to put money on the fact that you know more about this case than she does. I might. So you want to start out with bombshell tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So before we get into our resources, because I think you are our biggest resource, yeah. let's tell the folks who are maybe listening on their way into work. And again, they've been living under a rock. They have no idea. Or, okay, let's give them a little bit of credit. You know, they, they live out they live in Alaska. They came on the Arner Adventures podcast when I was talking about our Alaskan cruise. And so they live in Alaska or they live out West somewhere and they hear about Murdoch murders. And they're just like, what is that? If someone's listening right now, they're on their drive to work. They don't have a lot of time because they're really fortunate. They don't have a long commute and they want a Cliff's Notes version of what in the world is going on down there in Hampton, South Carolina. What can you tell them about the Murdoch murders? Well, it's so fascinating. So the first thing it is, it's six kids got on a boat one night, including Paul, the younger son of Alec Murdoch, who's on trial right now for the death of his son and his wife. So they got on a boat one night, they were going out partying. All of them were underage, shouldn't have been drinking. They did got back on the boat to head back home. And Paul, who, when he drinks and gets out of control, apparently his hands turn into Edward Scissorhands. And then he is called Timmy. So he became Timmy that night, drove the boat in an absolutely irresponsible manner, um, and then crashed the boat into a piling of, I don't know how you say that, piling or pylon. Not sure which one that is. I think it's piling, P-I-L-I-N-G, right? I feel like I've heard it both ways. But Actually, I feel I like people know. here call it piling, like let's a piling. Say, let's so, say that yeah. the part that's the brace under the, the pier yeah. is the pylon, and the piling is the big rocks that they ended up on. Okay, so anyway, he hit the bridge, and everybody went everywhere. Three of them went into the water. Three of them ended up on the boat, uh, two with some very serious injuries. One girl, Mallory Beach, was thrown. They didn't find her for eight days, and of course, she perished. It got to be an investigation that got started, and what 
got thrown into the mix was that he was a Murdoch, Murdoch or Murdoch, however you want to say it. He's all three. <laughs> oh. um, they are a very prominent legal family. They have been in the legal system down there for over a hundred years, being the assistant solicitor, the solicitor, all of that, which for us is like the district attorney. So prosecution. So anyway, they've, they've been in law for, I don't know how long. So Alex Murdoch has two brothers and one sister, and the sister is really a bitch. But the three of the three brothers, two of them became lawyers, and they have wielded such power over this is this is some crazy mess. So it unfolded a lot of information about Alex's finances and when everything was about to blow apart on him, he kills. And I say, yes, he's guilty. He killed his son and his wife. I don't know why they didn't call me to go ahead and and do the the prosecution's job. And I damn sure could have closed it so much better than the ones that did. But I have to say the one that did the final closing today was very good. He should have Mm -hmm. been up there. He's very animated, all of that stuff. And he should have closed that. Yeah. But, I think he drove the point home. So there's a big, big thing going. There's separate, there's separate, a separate charge and trial going on civilly with all of his financial stuff, which is a hot mess, taking millions of dollars from cases where you've got paraplegics, uh, quadriplegics, deaths in the family. You've got all kinds of stuff that he took money from their settlements and then told them they got less. We've introduced you to Nerva, a women-led team of licensed Ayurveda and yoga professionals helping women achieve their health goals through natural and holistic means. Nerva is not a fad diet or a fancy app, though we do love their app. It's truly a way of life. Nerva helps you to learn and understand the Ayurvedic lifestyle and yoga practices to have a better quality of life. This journey has just begun, but I learned this week that my Ayurvedic body type is Pitta. I might be saying that right. (laughs) With that, I am learning that Pitta is the dosha of the fire and water elements. I'm excited to continue learning more about the doshas, how to balance them, how to be more mindful about my wellness, and how yoga can be so beneficial for my mindset and even gut health. Nerva is offering our listeners a free 15-minute consult to address your health concerns naturally through the Ayurvedic lifestyle. You can book with the link in the show notes and save when you move forward with one of their programs. Use code NERVA20, that is N-I-R-V-A 20. You can also visit arneradventures.com slash NERVA for more info. I look forward to hearing more about your journey with NERVA. And now back to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, or some of them never saw a dime said it didn't work, but he was pocketing that money. So separate charges, separate trials are going to be going on. But right now he had to answer for the murders of his son and wife. What the prosecution did was try to bring in the financial stuff, which I don't know. I kind of think it's let it open for a really good appeal, but because it was kind of a trial within a trial. I know that's not making a whole lot of sense now, but just know that all of these these different things are coming to a head into a trial. He did did such vile things 
that I think he was very upset with Paul because the boat crash was going to open up everything in his life and his Mm -hmm. whole house of cards was going to come tumbling down. So anyway, they charged him. I don't see how you could not charge him because of all of the information that has come out. Now, if I was prosecuting this, one of the big pieces of evidence was a, I mean, it's like, it's like Paul was speaking from the grave. He filmed a little video a back and forth with one of his friends. His dad never knew it was being taped. And then he was killed right after it. They mm-hmm. didn't find that on the phone until they had forensics getting all in there and all that stuff. But Alec kept saying, the father kept saying that he didn't know for like two hours where they were and what was going on with them and what they were doing, comes back from his mom's house and finds them there dead. And he calls 911. And the first thing he says, uh, my, my son and my wife have been hurt badly. Grammar needs to be cleaned up quite a bit. And mm-hmm. that, I want to make sure that's everybody's understanding that that is not indicative mm-hmm of the intelligence of Southerners. Um, oh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, too. Okay, so... Uh, I kind of um, wonder what kind of law degree he had where he got to just pass basic uh, English uh, courses. I Back don't to- know. I have no idea what he's... Do- may- I kind of think yeah. he wants to make it like he's down home and likable, which everybody says he was likable. And I don't know when you... you when he got on the stand, which that's another thing, he got on the stand. But when he got on the stand, you could see where his charisma came from. He's lying like a dog, but he's still absolutely, absolutely, a lot of charisma. Yeah. But the trial is going on. Afterwards, it's going to be the financials. Financials. I wish they'd let me try it because I'd make a fortune off the fees because mm-hmm. he was downright guilty. And how we know that is because he got up on the stand in his criminal trial murder criminal trial and admitted to everything and there's over 90 charges right yes yes well wait a minute pause he did not admit to everything he didn't admit that he killed them let's make sure the people who understand financials financials admitted to them and he admitted that he had lied about not being down there at the kennels and all that when uh when he said he was not but he had to because he knew that the cell phone data and paul's snapchat showed that he was down there so he had to admit to it and when they showed it to him he he probably just wanted to pass out because they shit his pants right there mm -hmm. they had three interviews with him before they charged him the second interview, they mentioned that they had a video that he had no idea Paul had sent out to a bunch of the friends, which was a Snapchat of his dad going down to, um, it was really a sapling tree that they were trying to save because it, it wasn't standing up. It wasn't gaining hold in the ground. They had put a little tube-like thing up and put some like cable things, but it was just string to try to hold it up. Well, the strings broke and he and... Paul went down there and Paul was filming him unbeknownst to Alec. 
in the clothes that are missing because they are the murder clothes. Right. Yes. But he was laughing because every time Alec turned it loose, it was just falling back over. Mm -hmm. And Alec says, well, I think it's doing better. And the thing is toppled over. But he sent that out to his friends, but Alec did not know it. So in the second interview that they did with him, they brought out something. Do you remember? And I'm trying to say, I think they use this exact words. You remember being with Paul and you were playing with a tree and he sits there for this long pause playing with the tree. And they said, yeah. So they showed it to him. That man was the quietest he's ever been in his whole life. Because <laughs> um, I know the wheels were turning and he was trying to figure out what, what was I going to say? I'm in yeah, this. What lie do I tell this time? And what did he say? What tangled web we weave? On the stand, he said yep. in his defense. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. Yes, yes. And it yes. was a knot of tangles. They brought that up. But then in uh-huh. the third interview, they asked him if he had been down at the kennels. And he said no. And he kept saying no, lying and lying and lying. And then they brought it out in court. And you hear his voice. Well, they brought in family member. They brought in friends of Paul. They brought in his law partners, all of this stuff. And they all said it was Alec on the the video. But there was an interesting story there about the dog Bubba and the chicken. You might rewind this a few times and you'll get it all together. (laughs) Yes. There are so many twists and turns, but there is a story about a chicken. Maggie is on the video, but she thinks it's a guinea. I still don't know what the difference is. I don't know what a guinea is. I don't know. I've heard it down in the South, those things, but I really think think it's a chicken, but I don't, I don't know. Is it a female chicken? I have no idea. So we can, we can look that up. I kept saying I was going to, but I forgot. And I also don't want to make light of the fact that there were two brutal murders. I was laughing earlier talking about him being Timmy right at the boat wreck and Mallory did lose her life. And so, yes, yes, there was a third. There are a lot of lives lost, which we're going to get to those. a lot of lives lost. It was not just that. He decided he wanted to take the stand. And his lawyer, Griffin and Harpootlian, Harpootlian's also a state senator in South Carolina. I don't think for long. I have a nickname for him, Pooter. That's what I call him as Pooter. Pooter really needs to go home and just retire. But I personally think he wanted to go out on this big trial and he thought for sure he was going to win it. Judge asked Alec if he was sure he wanted to testify, knowing that, you know, he had talked to his lawyers and all that. Pooter says, Judge, he won't talk to me, and that really hurts my feelings. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's like famous legend down there. It hurts my feelings. It's a big spider web of lies and the Gloria Satterfield case. You can very well look at it and and assume that Alec set that up for Gloria to be killed, to collect the money. You can also, there's the Stephen Smith case where we think that Buster was involved in that and they covered it up. Yeah. Um, Mm. There's just a lot of things that you learn about it as you go through. But all of it came about because of Mallory. All of it came about because of Mallory. Yeah. But 
Paul and his getting in trouble all the time, but mainly that the the boat crash, I think, is where the hatred from Ellick came from and yeah. that Paul called him out on his pill popping. I think it was one of the interviews or 911 call where he says in the background something to the effect like, why did you do this, Paul, or something like that, which yeah. never got picked up, never got picked up. So I think that Paul was going to cost them a fortune and he knew he was going to get prison time and that was going to bring their name down, but it was also going to bring his financial situation to life. No pun intended, but yes, really. He was robbing Peter to pay Paul. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Listen, if there's one thing that bugs us to no end, it is traveling with someone who checks their luggage. What a waste of time and money. <laughs> First, you should just take less and you can grab our travel prep list at arneradventures.com to pack smarter. But one of the best resources we use is our BASE carry-on rollers, which allow us to carry everything we need. And since it's the carry-on size, you don't have to check it. I think the most common questions we get from people is how we avoid checking our luggage. And we always say, pack smarter and base. Head over to arneradventures.com slash base. That's B-E-I-S to grab the link to save $15 off of your first purchase. You're not going to regret this purchase. Our family and friends and anyone who travels with us now has base luggage. Really because they got tired of me complaining about them wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> that is arneradventures.com slash base to grab the link there. It's also in the show notes. Happy travels. And now back to the show. You know, and it, it really went down that way. So he was very mad at Paul and he knew that if Paul went away, that a lot of his financial things may not come to light. Right. Yeah. If it had all gone as planned. Right. And let's let's not forget, there's also the situation where he tried to fake that he was shot in the head. Yes, the time that he committed suicide. <laughs> Here's mm -hmm. the real question. Why is his name Alex Murdoch, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, but we're calling him Alec Murdoch. Alec. We don't know why, but he calls himself Alec. And I know. Him, but I'm surprised it's not Alec, Alec, but we'll get to that. But um, he calls himself Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch. But I've also he heard him correct it as Murdoch. I've heard him say Murdoch before. And what did he say to Waters on the stand? I'll answer to anything. If you want me to say this, I'll say this. If you want me to call him Paul? I'll call him Paul. And I don't know if you noticed that anytime they brought up something about Maggie and Paul, especially like the night of, he would take Kleenex and he would hit his nose like he was trying to wipe the snot away. He would hit his nose so hard and he would wipe the tears under his eyes so hard. Well, if you sit here and push on your eyes really hard, you're going to you're going to get tears, you know, and. I am convinced that he he took some kind of uh, decongestant before any time he would cry because it was so gross watching this man snot it all up. It's and the then he would wipe the table. He would wipe the table. I'm sorry, I don't want to see that. 
Well, and this, the sound of it, I would always, when he would get on the stand or whenever he would talk mm -hmm. in those interviews, I would always say, why won't someone just give him a Mucinex? Mm -hmm. Like dry yeah. the shit up. It's disgusting. So in his interview in the car that night, he would get, <clears throat> and then he, <laughs> he sounded just like him. <laughs> yes. He would spit. And he opened the door and said, can I open the door? Yeah. And can I open the door? And then he would just. <laughs> again oh you know it got to be where you weren't listening to what he was saying you were just watching his ticks yeah. i have no sympathy for him let's i hope get in prison with no pseudofed or anything like that <laughs> yeah let's get into the resources because i know more of this chit chat is going to come up as we get through them yeah so the resources that we have utilized between the three of us i know that jerry hasn't quite <laughs> I'm, I've learned so much already just in this conversation. <laughs> the first one, and let's just talk about this, that my cousin, Jenna, who's probably listening to this. Yeah, my mom's niece. <laughs> he, <laughs> she said to me, I guess she was talking to both of us and said, mm -hmm. was talking about the podcast, which is going to be the second one. But uh -huh. she said, you know, you guys have to listen to this podcast. And I was like, I don't, what is the Murdoch murders? I had apparently been living under a rock for a little mm -hmm. bit. And she's mm -hmm. like, what? You don't know about the Murdoch murders? And I was like, no. She said the guy who killed his his wife, see, we, do, we already knew. The guy who killed his wife and his son? I was like, no, I don't know. She said, you have to go and watch. You need a 101. You need to go and watch the Dateline about it before you get into the podcast. So our number one resource is the Dateline Dark Waters. I yeah. wish that Keith Morrison would have been there. Uh, oh, yeah. I wish he would, too. That's so good. Maybe he'll do another one. He was um, not the host, unfortunately, but we do think, and we're going to link all of these down in the show notes. We do think that this should be the intro yeah. to the case, we think. And it was, it's been a while since we all three saw it. So we don't, we can't quite remember the details. We do know that the ending does not bring you anywhere near where we are today because I am right. pretty sure he had not even been arrested for the, the murders. No, he hadn't. Um, it it was more, I think, of the power that the Murdochs wielded down and the there. boat the boat crash mm -hmm. and all that, and then the murders. Yeah, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's basic. It's one one, but it's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, everything attached to this thing is good. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those very tragic things that brings you in. Uh, in, excuse me, it brings you in, it hooks you and you just can't walk away from it. I have spent the last six weeks glued to TV. And if I had to leave, I was very upset and I would have it on YouTube live and I'd have my earbuds in. Can I tell the story about somebody coming over and you, um, so, I'm an open book. I've said that before. So mom texted me and said that she was going to have some guests come over unexpectedly. And asked me if <laughs> if I thought it would be okay <laughs> if she left her earbuds in to listen to the trial <laughs> because she just could not 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 listen because she she just could not be interrupted. 
Yeah. And what would bother me the most is if I did get interrupted during the day, I would slam my fist on something, say something <laughs> ugly, and then I'd have to put it on pause. And so at the end of the day, when the trial was really over at five, I'm still having to watch it because I can't miss anything. I can't miss it. How am I going to report it to anybody? Right. Yeah. And, and when those people came over that I wanted to listen to it, I brought up and watching the Murdoch murders and they just looked at me like I was crazy. And I thought, well, okay, you're not interesting. So the second one that is really probably the most in depth, I don't know, Jerry, you, you're not as familiar with it. Mom, I know you are, is the Murdoch murders podcast. Oh God. Yeah. This is the most in depth. You have to have a lot of time on your hands. Well, I got, I don't know. I would say you just have to have a lot, a lengthy amount of time to invest. Like you could, you could listen to it while you're walking, but just understand you're not going to get the whole, whole scope of everything very quickly. Right. No, um, no there's too much. If you really want an in-depth look at this story, you need to go back to number one. Yeah. But if you did number one, you're going to end up with, if you listen for eight hours a day, yeah, it would be probably into three weeks before you would, before you'd get them all done. It's longer than that. It might, it might. She's a journalist, Mandy Matney. Matt, yeah, Matney, yeah, it's spelled. Mandy Matney. Yeah. Yeah. She is a journalist from the area. So mm -hmm. she is, you know, boots on the ground, knows exactly what's going on, but she has every single detail from, you know, she's been investigating the Murdoch family for over four years, she, the boat crash. And then she was there after the boat crash. Then she started investigating what happened with the murders. Then she dug into the Gloria Satterfield, then the Stephen Smith, then what went on with the financials. But then she is where we started hearing the jailhouse tapes. Yes, those are fascinating. Those are oh. absolutely fascinating. Um, yeah. But I will tell you that she got so good at what she did messing with those powerful people down there that even Pooter said uh -huh. in one of the hearings that he named her by name. So she, she was making waves down there. Yeah. So I, I say that this girl, strictly alone, this girl broke this to media, to the media and to national attention. Yeah. 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 If you're in Alaska, you may not have heard about this. But if, you're in the <laughs> right. South, if you're in the South, you, you know about this. Yeah, I agree. This episode is brought to you by Southern Oak Artisan. Southern Oak Artisan makes 100% natural soy candles that are not only aesthetically pleasing, but are safe to breathe since they are made with non-toxic ingredients and they're not overwhelming like other candles you may be used to. Between morning brew, lemon bake, lavender, there's just so many scents to choose from. Southern Oak Artisan 100% natural soy candles are handmade in our home state here in North Carolina. But lucky you. They ship all over the U.S. Yes, lucky indeed. Head over to arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan, where you can grab our discount code and link to save on your soy candle purchase. That's arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan. It's also in the show notes. And now back to the show. Okay, Jerry, we're, we're starting to get into things you know about. 
good. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the one that I feel like when people are asking us about it, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, the Netflix documentary. So Murdoch mm -hmm. Murders, A Southern Scandal. This yeah. is the Netflix documentary. The mm -hmm. Netflix documentary. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed this one the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the same guys who created, uh, if anybody saw that documentary about the Fire Festival. Yeah, the Fire Festival was where the guy, and I can't remember his name, got all the influencers and all the people to pay money as sponsors. And he kind of kept the money and then the, the festival never happened yeah. on some island somewhere. And yeah, they yeah. all these influencers ended up being stranded. It was a big mess. Yeah, but it was a good documentary. It was a good documentary. The and same they, guys. They did something else for Netflix too. Yeah, but this was the first. They took a different spin. They took. They did. They took a different. It was the first time we'd heard from the kids from the boat crash. Yeah, from the boat crash, and we learned so much that we did not know because they they remained quiet. The three girls hired this one attorney. His last name was Tinsley. I can't think right now. What is Mark? Mark. Mark. Yeah. This guy was so damn good that I want to go over and over and over YouTube clips of his testimony. He messed the defense up so bad when he said something about he had filed something and they they were like no you didn't and he says do you want to see it he pulls it out of his coat pocket <laughs> it was a motion or something that was granted by a judge and hands it to them and they're doing all kinds of backpedaling trying to say oh it was not that oh it was not that and he says well you know i disagree with you he was so good so if i have anything that happens i want this guy to uh, work my phone. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yes, yes. I was talking to nobody. I wasn't here because <laughs> my husband, he he just kept saying he wasn't invested until the other day when he gave his theory. Um, <laughs> and then you could tell he was. He it was it. pretty in a pretty in-depth theory too. In-depth and it, it made sense. Yes. It made, made more sense than a five foot two shooter. Maybe we'll read it on, on here in just a second. The fourth one and final resource is Low Country, the Myrtle Dynasty. Yes. Now, this is the HBO Max take on the case. Mm -hmm. This is where we also hear from Anthony Cook, who was one of the kids who was mm -hmm. the boyfriend of Mallory, who uh, passed away, was lost in the, not lost, they found her body from the, the boat crash. Interestingly enough, we also... Here from Loudmouth, Griffin, who is Alec yes. Murdoch's attorney. <laughs> yes. He he said, um, I wasn't, he said today, I wasn't interviewed in that. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He lied. He was all he over that. He lied in closing statements. Don't even start. Don't even start oh. with anything else. Mm -hmm. Your whole defense team and client are the biggest liars that's walked the face. The judge world. even saw it. The judge mm -hmm. even said, when you're on HBO on a special, that is public uh, mm -hmm. knowledge. What it ended up being, you heard a lot about Mallory and Anthony, which was like the sweetest little love story there was. But the thing that I sat in my living room 
and just burst out crying. He Well, he never left the docks or you know, he went down there every day. Finally, on the eighth day, he didn't go, but they found her. Some fishermen found her. But he was down there waiting, his arms in a sling. He was waiting for you know them to report back up and see if, if they'd found her. And he looks over and he sees Paul. So Paul had come down there and they're from a distance. And he said he knew that Paul's looking at him. So he looked at him and Paul says, you know, I love you and I'm sorry. And Anthony said, which has got to be the sweetest soul in the world. He said, I love you too, but you need to go. You and Anthony are so similar in that. (laughs) And Jerry and I talked about this and I told Jerry this. When people pass away, mm-hmm. they all of a sudden become these perfect people. And I look at that, and this is maybe my warped mind. I don't know. I look, at that, I look at that and go, that's Paul, Ellick's son, being just as manipulative as they have been their whole lives. So I don't look at that and go, that's trusting. This is the same kid who was laughing when Mallory was missing. So I don't like that at all. I wouldn't have given him the time of day. I don't look at this as a Paul being nice situation. I'm talking about Anthony. Anthony, to be able to remember that person that he grew up with, that he liked before he became Timmy Scissorhands. Um, you know, um, it's not that weird the way he did it. Yes. Like yeah. a robot, like a like a robot slash scissor hands. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the weirdest weird. thing. He wasn't a casual drinker either. He oh, was no. the beer bongs and mm-hmm. all that, and all the, the pictures they showed, he was quite the party boy. Yeah. We have a fun bonus for you all if you're looking for a drinking game. We have a Southern spin, one that we're not proud of. We talked about this earlier that Ellick has a way of making us in the South look not so great. Yeah. Again, like Jerry talked about, I don't know where is it. I don't know where his education came from. I mean, I'm, I'm not down in South Carolina, but I felt like it was university of South Carolina, which I think is a great school. I don't know where his law degree came from, but well, I think it was Acme university. Online. <laughs> Acme where Bugs yeah. Bunny went, Bugs Bunny got his degree there. I think he went to law school at South Carolina. I think he did. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure they're not proud of that, but no. we're going to link a video to Alec Murdoch's testimony. It's about four hours long. You're going to have a pretty great night, <laughs> but here's the thing. You're not going to make it through it because you're going to drink when you hear <laughs> the following words. I want to say the words. Okay. And here we go. Paul, Paul, Roro, Hogs, or Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> you are not going to make it through the end of his time on the stand. We promise that. You'll last about 45 minutes of those four hours. I mean, I have never heard such... <laughs> unbelievable mess if i have ever heard i had never even heard about i'm gonna go and look for hogs rooting down by bubba who was was not barking and i'm gonna call roro and pawpaw was down there i 
have never been so embarrassed to be a Southerner in my entire, no, I have been, but, but I was pretty embarrassed. I was pretty darn embarrassed. Well, you know, the thing is, is that when he got on the stand and Waters, which is the prosecutor, asked him a question, it was like right off the bat, he said, Pawpaw. Finally, Waters asked him, Pawpaw? And he said, that's what I called Paul. He said, in none of the interviews or anything we've ever seen or discussions, we've never heard you call Pawpaw. And he said, and Roro? <laughs> and, and, so, and that was one of Paul's friends, but I've never heard anybody anywhere ever talk about Roro until Alex said that on the stand. But everything became double, double words. Yeah. Which it reminds me of my mom because she would, her name was Mary Sue and she would always tell people, my name is Mary Sue. I go by my double name and she's from the South. And that's the only person I ever heard that say that. So but she um, always went by Mary Sue. It was never yeah, like yeah. sometimes it was Mary. And, and when she was on trial for murder, all of a sudden it was Mary <laughs> Sue. It was right, not that. Right, yeah. right. We're going to do a couple of more things before we close out. We have a um, fact check here. It is piling, P-I-L-I-N-G, for the okay. peer. So we all three now are a little bit smarter. A little smarter. Yep. Um, <laughs> we are all three getting ready to be a little bit even more smarter. We can go and, and maybe on tend to some chickens and some guinea down in South Carolina because guinea is a guinea fowl. Like, so it's, <gasps> oh. a, it's a bird. It's an F-O-W-L, fowl, guinea fowl. Right. And the picture and, looked like a chicken. Okay. So that under, that makes sense that Maggie mistook it for a guinea. By now, you've heard us talk quite a bit about Nerva, a women-led team of licensed Ayurveda and yoga professionals helping women achieve their health goals through natural and holistic means. I have begun eating foods that align more with my Ayurvedic body type, Pitta, and I have to tell you that Jerry and I are learning so much about cooking some of the foods that we actually are enjoying cooking and enjoying eating that previously gave me some stomach issues. Some of the foods that I stayed away from, like some raw veggies, even some that we had in our garden that I just wasn't really eating and Jerry was eating. I cook and I use more seasonings with them and actually eat them and enjoy them. I meet weekly with my Ayurvedic team. They're not rushed. They educate me on lifestyle habits that align with my body type. You can have this experience too. Nerva is offering our listeners a free 15-minute consult to address your health concerns naturally through the Ayurvedic lifestyle. You can book with the link in the show notes and save when you move forward with their program. Use code NERVA20, that is N-I-R-V-A 20. You can also visit arneradventures.com slash NERVA for more info. I look forward to hearing about your journey with NERVA. And now back to the show. I'm going to read Dennis's theory. And yes. then we're all three, since the jury is in deliberations, we're all three going to say what we think, if he's okay. going to be guilty, not guilty. Okay. So Dennis's okay. theory is, Elliot went down to the kennel to shoot Paul. Since Paul left guns all over, which he was known to do, Elliot just picked up what was down there. Maggie heard the shotgun, came to see what happened, started running. The shotgun ran out of ammo. Elliot picked up the blackout which was probably there because it was Paul's favorite. 
Alex started chasing a running Maggie and unloaded on her. That's why she was shot so many times. There was an hour before he called 911. During that time, he showered, hid the guns and his clothes, and went to his mother's house. The timeline works, and with some planning, it's feasible. The boat wreck was the catalyst because his money issues would come to light, and Paul needed to go. Killing Paul would take care of that. He had to kill Maggie because he would inherit Moselle, which is the prop, the house, the property with the kennels and everything, and could borrow more money to cover his financial issues. We don't know if the pills had anything to do with it. He lied about the amount because his body would shut down. The money mm -hmm. to Cousin Eddie, which if you watch the show, the documentaries, will know you'll know about Cousin Eddie. Uh, the money to Cousin Eddie was a profitable side hustle to deal in drugs. It's a viable yeah. theory. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right. So they're in deliberations. And by the time this is this airs, we may know an answer. Mom, what do you think? And what do you think that the jury is going to come back with? I think it's going to be a hung jury. I think he's guilty. I can't see why anybody would not think guilty. But based on all of my research of other fanatics, devotees to this murder mystery, so to speak, there's so many people that I'm hearing that said he's innocent. I don't think he's innocent, but if he's found not guilty, it's because the prosecution didn't tie up the murders. They concentrated so much on the financial stuff that Maggie and Paul got lost in it. That's why I just thought I needed to get in the car, go down there and help them. You know, more than likely you're going to see a hung jury. Okay, Jerry, what do you think? And what do you think the jury is going to come back with? Well, from all I've heard, I, I feel that he's guilty. And I, I think I'm just hoping that I don't see how the jury could could not see it the way I do. So I think they're going to find him guilty. Okay. I he he is guilty, mm -hmm. but I think the jury is going to come back not guilty. I think, you know, either one of us could be right. I, I just don't see how anybody could listen to the obvious testimony the kennel video alone convicts him we haven't talked about this and god we could just keep going on but we gotta wrap this up mm -hmm. sold me was the cell phone data oh yeah yeah the cell phone data the on star and cell phone data yeah sold me that car it literally told you when like the door was open when lights in the car would come on, everything. I know. And then you overlay the cell phone data and Maggie's phone was not found with her. But you see where Maggie's phone had stopped and then it was picked up and it's making the same step, so to speak, as Alex until it goes away. Mm -hmm. at the place where it was found on the side of the road. Right. And then Alex goes on, but Maggie's never moves again. Uh -huh. So I think that he, yes. Verdict? What's the verdict? Okay. Verdicts. They've got the verdict in. Okay. I'm going to, oh my God. Does quit usually mean? Usually? Guilty? Yeah. Um, it usually, oh, no, it usually means it's guilty. We've got to pause this. Look at all Alec. Look at Alec now. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're recording. Okay. Does his face say stressed? But look, there will be an appeal. 
And he'll probably get the verdict overturned because of the financial shit. It might be not guilty. They might have said prosecution didn't prove it. I just don't want to believe that. I just... I, I don't want to believe it either. Pocket number 2022 GS15-00592, the state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions... In the term of 2022, July, the state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code 0116, okay. guilty verdict, signed by the fair lady, wow. 3-2-23. Docket number 2022-GS-15-00593, the state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, the July term of 2022, the state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code 0116, verdict guilty, Signed by the four lady, date three two wow. of twenty three. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, Docket number two thousand twenty two GS fifteen 15-00595, The state of South Carolina, <laughs> County of Colleton, Court of General <laughs> Sessions, July term two thousand twenty. State versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant, indictment for possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. SC code 16-23-0490, CDR code 0549, verdict guilty, signed by the foreperson of the jury, date 3223. You knew those were going to be guilty. Docket number 2022 GS-15-00594. The state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, Court of General Sessions, July term 2022. The state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant. Indictment for possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. SC code 16-23-0490. CDR code 0549. Verdict guilty. Signed by the foreperson of the jury. Three, two, twenty-three. Thank you. Um, Madam Forelady and members of the jury, if that is a verdict of each and every juror, please let it be known by raising your right hands. Okay, so <laughs> I we did not stop the podcast. We were about to wrap up, and Dennis. My stepdad walked in and we were kind of perturbed at first because we were like, why would he interrupt the podcast of my mom recording? And you heard him say, verdict is in. Can we even believe that that happened while we were I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. So much fun. And we literally, <laughs> we literally paused it for maybe five to 10 minutes. And then we had a verdict. Yeah. And Jerry and then, won. 
And Jerry won. So if you were listening to this, of course, it was all consecutive. You heard it and bam, bam, bam. And now you know it, you know it by now anyway. But I think it was super exciting the way it happened on our podcast. (laughs) I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. The thing is, is we were all hoping for this. Jerry just had the confidence. (laughs) Jerry is a glass half full person. I mean. I had the by far the least knowledge and i think that kind of helped me probably um, i think probably. it sort of did because you all had you all had so much knowledge to be to think that maybe there was some problems with the conviction i really didn't i just thought looked at the obvious things and thought well they gotta feel like i do i mean <laughs> i just can't believe it that was so quick i wonder okay so they left they left today at what four or five it wasn't and, five. It was probably about four to four thirty, somewhere in there. Okay, so they literally took three hours. You, you know, we we've been talking about our niece, my niece, your your cousin Jenna. We're getting texts. She thinks that Buster didn't react. I disagree with that, and I'll yeah, have to get there and explain it to her. But yeah, I think he did react. I think that you could see toward the end, you could see he was starting to cry. Yeah, um, I, we I'm, thought he was smiling, but yeah. I, that smile was kind of like the smile and then his face was turning really red and then it was turning into a cry. Yeah, I think he was trying really hard to give no emotion, Yeah, but Sister Lynn sure gave some emotion. She's already pissed. And um, and the thing about Alec went before they announced it, he looked like he was shaking in his britches. And then when they caught it, I think that he was still shocked that they did. Yeah. But there will be an appeal. There will be an appeal on this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Betty is very um, excited this is over and she wants our full attention. So we'll wrap it up. But how, what an exciting podcast. We had our expert uh, correspondent, mom, (laughs) I don't know what you're going to do with your time now. But uh, you're going to have to move on to another true crime case. I know. And and we're going to have to bring you back on and talk about ways that we can, you know, like Jerry said, divert our um, woes and stressors away and and think about how we're so grateful. And in your gratitude practice today, you definitely need to write down that you are so thankful that you're not Alec Murdoch. And you know what? You're not the chicken. You're not the chicken. Because Bubba Bubba got that chicken. (laughs) So that chicken's gone. Yeah. Anyway, mom, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Have me back on when we start the Idaho murders. Oh, so we'll, we'll have some time, but that's just time for me to prepare. (laughs) Oh, we definitely will. Okay, that's a diversion from our daily stressors. This is one of those trials that you will look back on and somebody will say, what were you doing when the verdict came in for the Murdoch murders? Mm -hmm. We know what we were doing. Tell Dennis, thank you, because... Yeah, because he was instructed that he could not touch the door Unless it was a verdict and he had to knock twice. And this was big news for the pod. Big news Uh for the pod. (laughs) Remember Mandy Matney, the Ardor Adventures podcast got the scoop. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Well, thank oh. you so much for this. This was wonderful. Yeah, and we yeah. love you. Oh, thank you. I bet nobody tells Nancy Grace they love her when she gets off of their Hey, bombshell tonight. <laughs> hey, for real.